What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 462, here on Tuesday, May 30th. Let's get started with, obviously, the big news of the day being that the debt ceiling agreement was reached over the weekend. And uh, to put it lightly, it's a terrible deal. <laughs> yeah. And it's not really surprising given where we were in negotiations. And I think I, I, I basically said this all along that McCarthy was in a situation where he was kind of overplaying his hand. He essentially was saying, oh, we're going to keep fighting. We're going to, you know, we're going to keep pushing forward. Hold the line. Hold the line. We're going to get a good deal that achieves conservative end goals. And that's all well and good to say. But But, then it's a matter of doing. Yeah. Did it happen? And it didn't happen. And, uh, you know, the House GOP passed their bill a long time ago to avoid a, a default. Which had but steep cuts and the things that we wanted. It was which, a good bill. I mean, that was a I good mean, bill. The Democratic reaction is how you gauge this. They were apoplectic over the draconian cuts and how blood would be running through the streets if we pass it. So we come up with this new deal. <clears throat> it's tentative. And. Well, there's a few things that are going to happen here. One. Well, yeah. Let me run through what. So again, essentially, the new agreement achieves nothing of what we were trying to get. Yeah. Let's just put it out there. That's the top line, right? Yeah, which was they will sp- say, spending levels pre-COVID, Yeah, and it doesn't do that. They will say that this will save a lot of money over the next six to ten years, which it will save some, sure, but there's no hard caps. It's essentially an uncapped extension of the debt ceiling until after the 2024 election, yeah. right? So there's no yeah. cap on the debt yeah. ceiling. Well, I mean, it, it's a, I mean it, yeah, no cap. I mean, it's, it's a $4 trillion debt increase well yeah but there's for, theoretically no cap so it yeah, could theoretically yeah, be higher could, could be yeah could right? be they forever. say it's yeah. four right but yeah. and so you know essentially what happened here was biden was the kamikaze negotiator and he called mccarthy's bluff yep and mccarthy was not willing to take it to a full uh default to the debt and i mean i don't blame him but the number one rule in politics and this is what i've been saying all day to people the number one rule in politics is you always under-promise and over-deliver to make yourself the hero. Yeah. And he did the opposite. He over-promised and under-delivered. Yeah. And in the end, that's always going to be framed as a loss, right? Yeah. And to have strung this along the whole time and to now act as if this is like, they're acting as if this is like the greatest conservative victory in a generation. And I'm like, guys, this is barely even, I don't even would say it's a victory. Yeah. Sure, the Democrats control the Senate and the White House, so any concession is good, but it doesn't get rid of the IRS army, no. which was a key tenant of the entire thing. No. The best thing that they got is what they say is permitting reform, which in reality does nothing because Biden still controls the permitting process. Yeah. They basically, so at, if you know, say for example, it was like a 15-step process to get a new oil permit, Yeah. right? They took two steps out, and they say it's a victory, but at the end of the day, Biden still has a moratorium yeah, on the permits. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, so, like, yeah. don't go around trotting as this is, if this is a victory. you got to say, yeah, we didn't really get what we wanted to, yeah. but we got a little bit of something here yeah. and there, a little sprinkle. Let me tell you and, something. When his OMB director is uh, anxious to get this to uh, Biden's desk for signature, that's how you know it's a problem. Right, right. She, she went out there with Korean Grey Poupon, all giddy. Yeah. And, you know, it's just... It, it's it, How can you not see that as a Dem win? As Heritage President Kevin Roberts notes, uh, all of the good tenants of the House GOP bill did not make it into the final deal. 
And so here's where we are with this. A lot of conservatives, a lot of good conservatives up on Capitol Hill will be voting no. Uh, in <laughs> fact, I think I the mean, confirmed no's are north of 30 now. So basically the entire Freedom Caucus. Well, more than just yeah. the Freedom Caucus. I mean, there's there's even moderates. I mean, w- this morning when the I Tuesday saw... Tuesday group? Where, where the fuck they're No, going? no. <laughs> but when I saw this morning that Rhino Nancy Mace was a no, I knew this was a bad bill. Yeah, yeah. And so... It sounds to me like at the end of the day, the GOP knows maybe even closer to 60. Wow. And so now it is assured that Kevin McCarthy will need to rely on Democrats to get this bill passed. And uh, Hakeem yeah. Jeffrey said that McCarthy promised 150 Republicans. Okay. So if you do the math, he could afford to lose 60-ish or so. Yeah. And it's going to come really close to that. Yeah. And if the Democrats don't have their numbers, it could fail. Yeah. And then who knows, right? It could come down to the squad. Oh, God. I'm serious. So, I mean, if, I mean, if, if, I mean if, we're, if we're talking like this, I mean, it could come down, you know, to a handful of Democrats screwing the whole thing. So really we've gone from, oh, yeah, we're holding the line again to get a great yeah. conservative victory to uh, a total disaster, and it could fail. It still it could, could fail. fail. Yep. I, mean, I mean, we're relying on Democrats who this are not— This is not, not a shirt. I mean, they're not— I mean, they're not in a rush to help the Republican House Speaker mm-hmm. pass this. Exactly. They exactly. see the divisions in, in, you know, in, in the ranks. They, they know that you know, a five-seat majority is tenuous. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they, they're hoping to create a situation where they can build on a narrative to put them back in charge. So uh, this is going to get messy. Down to the wire. Whatever, I'm over it. And uh, do you think it, what about the motion to vacate, man? Do you think this? Well, could, that's coming next. Do you think, that, the, do you think this could cost him the speakership? The well, gallon? no, there's not going to be enough votes, I think, to remove him. Um, but it's coming. The motion's going to happen. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, Chip Roy's going to put it forward for sure. You know, people like Dan Bishop, they're all on board with it. It's going to happen. So he really expended a lot of political capital on this. And he put himself in a really bad situation. He weakened his speakership. And now, and I said, you know I said this all along. Yeah. Now when it comes to the real budget fight in September, he's going to have a fractured GOP. Who are still salty about this. Who are going to yeah. be pissed. Oh, yeah. And so it's going to make it very hard to get anything done then either. So in the end, after all of this, he basically gave them a clean... Debt raise. Yeah. Right? A suspension until the January 25, right? And what do we get in return? Basically nothing. Nothing. They will say it's a lot, and yet yeah, some spending is cut. But, it's, for example, it's basically like if you were spending $1,000, you cut $5. <laughs> yeah. Really. <laughs> and so... Here's your gift card. <laughs> and, and so really, was this all for nothing? You be the judge and you decide on that. And I'd love to hear from you. Triggered at townhall.com. Send yeah, us your emails. We're going to do. do some reader emails on 2024 at the end of the show here. The deadline is rapidly approaching. Technically, we're like, you know, 36 hours. Oh, that's hours. another thing. The deadline we're, is We're 36 easy. hours away no, from the fucking deadline, defaulting. The, no, no. The deadline <laughs> is bullshit. Janet Yellen doesn't know when the fucking deadline is. She changed it from the first. To now the it's the fifth. Yeah. And the more she changes the date, the lesser yeah. her credibility becomes. And they don't even know if it's yeah, actually yeah, for not. real or I not. I feel like she was treating this as if it was like some type of deadline extension for a term paper, you know? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, four more extra days. It's bullshit. Um, let's talk about other news here because I've had enough of this nonsense. Fucking so pissed off about it. Uh, the today was the deadline for the FBI to turn over the bribery document 
in the Biden case. Remember we talked yeah, about this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, here was the speaker that, uh, here was the message that uh, Speaker McCarthy sent to the FBI director earlier today. Take a listen. Comer subpoenaed the document that he's requested. We have jurisdiction over the FBI, which they seem to act like we do not. I personally called uh, Director Ray and told him he needs to send that document. Today is the deadline. So let me not just tell you, let me tell Director Christopher Ray right here, right now. If he misses the deadline today, I am prepared to move contempt charges in Congress against him. We have jurisdiction over this. He can send us that document. We have the right to look at that, Republicans and Democrats alike in that committee. And if he does not follow through with the law, we will move contempt charges against Christopher Ray and the you FBI. Know what he says, they Mr. are not Speaker. above the law. Well, Ooh. interesting because Ooh. right before we recorded this, we learned that Director Ray will not comply and the House GOP will hold him in contempt. Of course, there will be no consequences because there never are consequences for Democrats. But that's where yeah. we are with that. Yeah. And uh, James Comer said, quote, Today the FBI informed the committee that it will not provide the unclassified documents subpoenaed. The FBI's decision to stiff-arm Congress and hide this information from the American people is obstructionist and unacceptable. Uh, guess what? Christopher Ray, another great hire ah, by President Trump. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else have we got going on here? Uh, here's a little bit of good news. A little bit of good news. You know who did not have a good Memorial Day weekend? Bud Light. Yep. Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, Bud Nobody's Light. drinking it. Yeah. Nobody's drinking it. Nobody's drinking yeah, the no, training no, juice. Yeah, no one wants their dicks to fall off. Jeez. Oh, there's, so. there's videos from uh, concerts, from, uh, you know, massive bars where the beer is basically sold out except for Bud, Bud Light, Light, Budweiser, basically all the Anheuser-Busch products. And they're in a real, they're in a real world of hurt. Um, Target also has lost close to fifteen percent of their entire market value. Yeah. Close to I think thirteen billion dollars. And that's less in less than two weeks. Yeah, and in that's less than two. Weeks. And that uh, that narrative is only increasing. So it's going to be really interesting to see how it actually hurts their sales and their profit, um, and what happens to them in the future. But like we said last week, the the executive management of Target are shitting bricks. Oh, yeah. So we'll see what happens there. This story, uh, I, I, I don't... Th this story infuriated me this morning. Have you seen the video of in Disneyland? There's a man who stands near the door of the Disney dress shop aimed at selling dresses to, to little girls. Uh, and this man is dressed in a dress with a beard and mustache and everything trying to sell dresses to little girls. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you know, uh, uh, according to some, we should just leave Disney alone. Yeah. And you know who I mean by some? <laughs> President Trump. Trump. Who, interestingly, <laughs> changed his tone over the weekend with a total flip-flop on the issue yeah. and said that, oh yeah, actually... DeSantis should have gone harder against Disney after just previously yeah, saying that he should leave Mickey Mouse oh, alone. Oh, my God. He can't decide what he wants to do. Uh, and Trump this morning says that he'll, on day one, he will put out an executive order to end birthright citizenship for illegal aliens. Yeah. Oh, what was stopping you from doing yeah, that the entire exactly. first term? Yeah. I mean, and also, you, that's not how it works. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you know, the, the more and more that this goes on, 
and and he keeps parroting this line about how Cuomo did such a great job on COVID, and Florida was so terrible. And this, I'm like, are these really going to be your attacks yeah. against DeSantis? Yeah. It's... And whether or not DeSantis can beat him, this made me lose a lot of respect for yeah. the way that Trump is is handling himself Let's right now. Look who he has around him. Oh, I know. I the mean, people he has around him, and that's been my issue the and, whole time. And the lack thereof. I mean, it's just yeah. like he's absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. bull in a china closet, doesn't know what he's doing. And then he had that very, uh, uh, I mean, I, listen, Kamala Harris had uh, a pretty bad Memorial Day tweet uh, two years ago. But Trump's this year, where he basically said he was, <laughs> he equated himself to those who had died serving this country. That. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, um, it was something. Well, I didn't see it, but yeah. I'm sure it was something. Yeah, um, I'll send it to you later. His was... truth, his truth, social stuff is just so unhinged. I'm like, yeah. Don, like you, you don't have to be doing this. Yeah. Like, come on, and it, it, it makes me so angry because he has a platform to run on, and his platform is that he was a great president, and he's just picking all the wrong things to run on here. Yeah, and it's a it's a factor of who he surrounds himself with for sure. He doesn't have anybody to tell him and be like, look, Mr. President, these are the things you should be hitting on, and these are your effective messages and why you should be the president again. And he's just not hitting on any of that. And yeah. it's going to be really interesting to see if DeSantis can catch him. Uh, there was one one very interesting poll to me because a couple months ago a poll came out that showed Trump winning the presidential primary in Florida. And that very poll, the Trump people all said was such a sign that DeSantis shouldn't even run because if he's losing in his own home state, then why even bother? Well, that same poll came out this weekend again, and what did it show? DeSantis had closed the 15-point gap, and it's yeah. tied at 41. Yeah, I know. So there's some interesting movement there, and again, it's not like DeSantis getting into the race was going to make the lead disappear overnight. No. That was never going to happen, no. right? Primary leads are built on long, sustained slogs. Yeah. And so DeSantis tonight is in Iowa giving essentially his first major in-person kickoff speech. And he's starting, I think, uh, a four-state swing here. It's going to be interesting to see if anything moves. But I certainly feel like the Trump team has gotten caught on their heels a little bit. Yeah. And which goes back to everything we've been saying for a long time about the personnel. Bad people, bad information, trotting out bad attacks. I mean, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's getting it's getting nasty. Well, we got some. And meanwhile, you know, DeSantis's people are are ready for for everything and anything. Mm -hmm. All right, some other twenty twenty four news here today. Guess who's gonna get in the race? Chris Christie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, another waste of time. Um, there's a lot of interesting uh, theories here. One being he's angling for VP. <laughs> well, not not <laughs> VP necessarily, but angling for a cabinet position, um, and trying to get take out DeSantis for Trump. I'm like, what? Oh, what? like, but this... but also like Christie has been one of Trump's most aggressive critics. Yeah. So I I don't know how that's going to work. I think like that's another Marco waste. Rubio him like, you know, again. It's just another one of these like, you know, th- 1 2% yeah. people and he can't <laughs> we this ha- we we both grew up in Jersey, so we know this story. Uh-huh. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. But 
it's going to come up in any single, you know, scenario where he wants to be nominated for anything. What, Bridgegate? The Bridgegate. Yeah. And you know what? Listen, it was, it was, that, that was a little mini witch hunt for sure. But people did go to fucking jail for it. And well, wrongly. 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 But it's Bill there. Maroney was innocent. Yeah, he was, yeah that, that, <laughs> was, that was some horse shit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, it's there in black and white. The, the conviction papers are there. It's going to come up. It's the reason why Chris Christie couldn't lead the transition because of that bullshit. I, I, I don't see how anybody gets past that. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Um, I mean, but I don't know that his goal is necessarily actually to win. Yeah, that's not much bad. like many of the people in this race right now. He just wants to talk. Um, yeah, it's wants more TV time. It's just classic. Uh, what else do we got going on here in the? Uh, oh, the, some woke stuff here. Um, the, an MLB pitcher, Washington Nationals pitcher Trevor Williams, uh, happens to be Catholic and decided to use his platform to speak out against the Dodgers for their outrageous invitation to the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Oh, the nuns. The drag nuns. Yeah. The Satanists. Um, and, of course, all yeah. the usual candidates <laughs> came out and... No! Yeah, like, flipping yeah. out. <laughs> um, and then, uh, another story that came up, and this was... I didn't even know about this. So... There's a player on the Blue Jays named Anthony Bass, and he apparently posted an Instagram shitting on Bud Light and Target for their, you know, woke LGBTQ stuff. Well, of course, people promptly flipped out. Yep. And then he posted this, like, hostage video apology. Yeah. Well, you can't see the guns in the, uh, the frame. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> holding it to his head. I mean, it is... Like the stuff that's going on here is just totally outrageous. Yeah, we talked, dude. The mafia, it they're they're the mafia, mm-hmm. the woke mafia. Yeah, the woke mafia. Um, what else do I got here? Yeah, most of the news cycle's been absorbed by this whole debt ceiling nonsense. But uh, one one thing I did want to do was go through some reader emails because we did get quite a few yeah. after. Right. Um, we put the call out for people's thoughts on the whole Trump uh, DeSantis fight. A uh, selection of some of them here. We got a uh, friend, Brian, in Virginia. Um, said we had a great show last week. Matt is crazy in a great way. So there you <laughs> go. That checks out. Yeah. Um, says he he voted for Trump twice, but is on Team DeSantis in 2024. Direct quote from him. DeSantis has done an amazing job as governor and turned the most important swing state to the biggest red state. It's not because he's the most entertaining, but his policies wins and is fearless on culture wars. He follows through. Quote, can you imagine Ron debating Biden? He'd wipe the floor without making an ass out of himself, as Trump did. Uh, also, he said, quote, he's not looking for the most entertainment, but the man who can win, who has delivered and hasn't alienated half the country. With Trump at the top of the party, we've lost three elections in a row. Mm-hmm. Those are, I mean, it's all Good accurate points. statements, yeah. Um, in a separate email, Brian also said, uh, regarding Trump on Disney, Quote, and we, we just kind of hit on this a little bit. Quote, just several weeks ago, Trump bashes DeSantis over going after Disney and how they should leave Florida. Now, over Memorial Day weekend, he laughably states that DeSantis should have done more and sooner. LOL, you just can't make this gaslighting yeah. crap up. <laughs> um, and on the death ceiling, Brian said, uh, quote, sad, not just this time, McCarthy, who is Trump's boy, screwed America again. Republicans can't outwit a dementia patient. That's true. All very valid, yep. yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, our friend uh, David says, quote, I'll vote for anybody who gets the Republican nomination except for Asa. Fuck that guy. <laughs> That's a good one. That, that made me laugh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Rondi from Maryland, quote, I voted for Mr. Trump twice, and I still do not believe for even a single second that a presidential candidate and vice presidential candidate who averaged 30 to 40 people at any of their events beat a president who averaged about 30,000 people at his events. However, I do not believe that he can win in 2024 and that Governor Ron DeSantis is our best chance to retake the White House. He said he has a close friend who moved to Florida a couple of years ago. They love DeSantis so much they don't want him to run for president because they want to keep him as their governor. And quote, I know of no other candidate who's so popular and who has such a strong record in office. And at almost 45 years of age, he's able to relate to voters 18 to 50 better than two men who are pushing 80. Yeah. And that very well sums up my yeah. reason for yeah. supporting DeSantis. Yeah. My parents now live in Florida. I was just down there a couple weeks ago. Tell you what, everybody down there loves Ron. Yeah. Beloved. Beloved. And 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 that's why it makes me so mad to see Trump going after DeSantis on COVID of all things. Yeah. It I'm makes like, no sense. I'm like, Don. Is this the road you're going to go down? And then to hear Trump say that Cuomo did a better job. I'm yeah. like, oh, the guy who put COVID patients into nursing homes and then covered it up. Yeah. You know, most deaths. It, it was the epicenter just, of the outbreak, and then like he tries to say like I didn't, you know, Fauci wasn't calling the shots. Yeah, I'm like, no, he he was, and you were signing off on them. Well, and you we know, have the fucking receipts. Trump can solve that whole thing in one fell swoop by saying, yeah, I trusted Fauci too much at the beginning. We didn't know what we were dealing with. It was a chaotic time. Yep. And I'm sorry, nothing like that's ever going to happen again, and I will make sure of it. That's all he would have to say. Yeah, but, but no, he will no, never no, he do that. He can't say it. He can't say it. Because he, he is, see, his ego is too much, yeah, he right? he can't say it. And I'm like, there's a reason that people are moving to Florida in in record numbers. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's it's all crazy lines of attack for me. Like, you, you, he's just, and it proves to me that if Trump is the nominee, which, of course, I will gladly support and vote for Trump and, and try to get him elected, but... It really backs up my worries that he's just not going to be able to do it. Yeah. Against Biden, who is a fucking geriatric, dementia-ridden, you know, shell of a nobody with approval ratings at 35. Like, it should be a slam dunk. Yep. And so... But he makes it hard. Yeah. Um, And Ken from Texas, our friend Ken, we always hear from Ken, quote, So the primary is usually over before they get here. I'll vote for any GOP candidate over a communist, a.k.a. Democrat. I really don't think it matters, though. Elections are rigged. I always thought so, and now even more. And uh, I, I totally, I mean, I couldn't, I can't disagree with you there, Ken. I can't, yeah. Listen, I can't disagree with you there, but maybe we could slip one past the goalie, too. They do it yeah. every now and then. So. Yeah. Uh, and he also said to, uh, to me to invest in preps, food, water, and ammunition. You don't have to worry about that. That's taken care of. But don't forget that gold. Not financial advice. Don't not forget financial the gold. Advice. Let's do it again. <laughs> no, we're not doing the read again. I'm tired. Um, all right, so we're going to wrap up today. We're running late. Poor Mr. Producer is going to be working on this uh, yeah. a little late. So we will have an episode on Thursday. It will be recorded on Wednesday night after the vote for the debt ceiling. So we're going to see what's going to happen. Going to record it Wednesday night. I'm off Thursday and Friday because I'm in my buddy's wedding. My buddy James, longtime triggered listener, so he's getting married. Um, and so he uh, so we're gonna have an episode. It will be released Thursday morning, but we will be recording it on Wednesday night. So just wanted to give you a heads up there. 
And uh, that's it for today. Of course, if you enjoy Triggered and want to get it uncensored and support what we're doing over here at Town Hall, become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA, get 50% off, get into this exclusive club of patriots. Um, and of course, email us triggered at townhall.com. If you don't agree with what you heard from the listeners, we'd love to hear from you. We will, of course, uh, get to reading your stuff on here. We always want to get our, uh, you know, uh, points of view from everybody in the Republican Party, no matter who they're supporting. So we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you're feeling on 2024. Let us know what you're feeling on this debt ceiling deal. I have a feeling that everybody listening to this agrees with us on the debt ceiling, yeah. but uh, we're still curious to hear what you think. Yeah. So triggered at townhall.com, and uh, we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. See you then.